We shall go on to the end. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in you. go live hello everybody and welcome to episode number 66 of the art of surrender it's been oh, just over about six weeks since the last episode we did with Stephen Ursig. Um, I'm joined today by a repeat guest uh, Meng Chua from Kick-Ass MMA who featured on the podcast I believe it was episode 19 which was uh in september september 14th 2020 mate or maybe a day or two before then but i came out to kick ass we we went upstairs we had a chat and i remember i remember at the very beginning of that podcast you were super nervous <laughs> welcome welcome to episode 66 um meng how are you feeling right now are you nervous for this one or are you a little bit more settled no no I'm, I'm a bit settled mate i just had a big uh halal snack pack mate so, uh, oh, mate. Pauline uh, Hansen says, no thanks, but I'm up for it. <laughs> I love my halal snack packs, mate. I've been, uh, I don't know what happened. I was I was just trying to find a good way of getting carbs and um, proteins and vegetables in one sort of dose. And I, um, you know, I love kebabs, especially, yep. uh, but, you know, you only have kebabs at three o'clock in the morning when you're not, when you luck out in the nightclub. So, um, I thought I'd try these halal snack packs. That been, I know they're they're massive over East Coast, but in WA they've only just started popping up. Right. And um, so, man, I I I'm I'm pretty bad. Hey, like I might have three three or four when I'm home in like a week period. Oh, so, real? How, yeah. How long like, has long's it been? Like, when was your first one? Uh late last. Oh, probably on my wind up to pan packs last year. Um, yeah. Because obviously I was, uh, you're not trying to cut weight, but get leaner, um, just better recovery and stuff like that. But I found um, I wasn't having enough carbs or um, energy-wise, I was struggling a bit. Um, I was looking looking good, um, and I just, but I, feel, I was looking good and feeling, but I was just really tired. Yeah. Um, and then the the halal snack pack came, mate, and. Uh, Changed my change, life forever. Change the game, mate. Yeah, that's yeah, um, that, there's a few there's a few carbs in that, mate. So I reckon you're ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> they're they're good. They're real good. Um, out here, out here in Sydney, there's heaps of them, especially as you go into the western suburbs and the like. You know, there's a lot more. There's just a lot more of it out there. I guess maybe it's the culture and the people that live out that way. But there's definitely interest. Uh, sorry, Sydney's a really interesting place about the different like clusters of cultures like around all of the different suburbs i guess it's like anywhere you go really you know how like certain spots there's like vietnamese people and then there's chinese and then there's you know whatever else but out, out in the western suburbs in particular out here there's heaps of the snack pack type stuff and i'm i'm a fan myself as well but i try to i try to keep the diet clean but you're um obviously jujitsu if we train heaps you gotta you gotta make up for that like both hydration and the food right and sometimes yeah. you can get away with eating shit because if you train heaps you just burn so many calories yeah well i find halal snack pack um the one i the one i get um it's actually pretty good man lots of green veggies in there um uh, who are the kebab lads they're the ones who make them riverton kebab oh, lads right. they make they make the best one <laughs> Right, but, um, the ones I'm eating, they're dirty as fuck. I tell you that much. <laughs> is, it, is it just the? Uh, is that is that just the chips and just chips the bloody and, yeah chips and, chips and meat, meat box? You know, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. 
No, I'll get, I'll get the one with the veggies, mate. So they're basically a naked, naked kebab, but I, I like the rice over the chips. I only have the chips uh, when I'm uh, after comp. Yeah, yeah. You said you were looking um, – you said before you you were losing a bit of weight and, and stuff like that. You're looking lean, man. I remember that when I met you in person, you I wouldn't say you were like overweight or anything like that, but you've definitely toned up a little bit. You're looking good. Yeah, man. Um, so – yeah, like I, um, I think on the last podcast I was saying I was keto, but I was coming off keto and <clears throat> working out mm. how to add carbs into my diet without um, exploding um, from, you know, uh, jiu-jitsu man to the blob. So I um, <laughs> started uh, – I, I, we tried uh, HelloFresh. Have you, you heard of HelloFresh? The, uh, they yeah, yeah, of food course. And you, it takes like, I don't know, 20 minutes and you got a meal. Um, so we started uh, by – buying those because uh, my wife works um, full-time Monday to Friday, having two daughters and myself FIFO. So, you know, one week we're eating a lot of food and then the other week it's just Margaret and the girls. So um, started doing, you know, started. so I said, oh, let's let's try the low-calorie packs and see how we go. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, you know, pretty good. Like, you know, the food comes, you cook it and all that, but it's basically the same shit all the time. And I thought – Myself, uh, once I get onto something, I'm pretty pretty good with it. Um, and I noticed that there was always a, a protein. Um, there was always a like basically a green salad, um, a lot of spinach, you know, um, and a little bit of carbs, like you know a handful of carbs, and then the meal. And I'd probably end up end up finishing the girls' meals as well, because mm-hmm. um, you know when they when they think of people when they say a meal for four, it's usually actually a meal for three, maybe two people my size. Uh, probably three your size, you know what I mean? So um, <clears throat> nothing wrong with that size. As you know, I've got a thing about small people beating me up. <laughs> <laughs> no offense taken, uh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, anyway, I just I just, I just, just saw that. And, and um, I remember I was, uh, I was I started working in Perth and I thought, oh, I'll give this HelloFresh stuff a crack, you know. Mm. Um, and man, like it just started falling off me. Um, you know, especially working Monday to Friday in Perth, you know, the the transport to and from. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. So what am I what am I gonna eat for lunch? And um, you know, so I sort of set myself a day where I'd eat shit in the city on a Friday. Every Friday lunchtime I'd, I'd you know, go go whatever, get a dirty burger or something like that. But I was pretty strict and um so I started yeah, like so um you well, know having having, uh, having started, both dinners and lunch lunches prepped. Oh, if there was yeah leftovers, there was leftover. I'd take that for lunch because I was in a building, so uh, a yeah, Rio yeah. Pinto building. So there were a lot of facilities there. But um, like I sort of I was thinking to myself, like when I'm at work, I'll I'll, I'll have like two scoops of Greek yogurt, uh, two scoops of muesli, and a scoop of bran. And then afternoon smoke, I usually have a piece of fruit. But being in the city, I'm less active. Um, you know, you're sitting in the office all day, um, pretty good conditions. So I just went down to the YoPro yogurts. And yeah. the Yo, Yo Pro and uh, Chibani Fit, so the high protein, low calorie. Started having those. I found these. Um, I think they. I think they're laced with uh, methamphetamines or crack or something, or, or heroin or you know, oxy or something. Because I can't stop eating them. They're fiber ninety bars. Have you seen those? Nah, let me Google that. I haven't seen it, but if it's got, got it's any only ninety stuff in there, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, ninety. They're ninety calories per bar. Um, 
but they're oh, really yeah. tasty and they're quite filling because it's popcorn. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I haven't had them before, but I've seen these things on the shelves and shit. Maybe I'll buy one next time. They're actually really tasty. So or do, I, or do I want to find myself with a bit of crack addiction or whatever? It may yeah. be? Am, I, am I trying to avoid that or what? <laughs> Mate, every time I travel, there's usually two or three of those in my fridge in the car. Right? Um, <laughs> what, wrappers or packets? <laughs> Empty wrappers. Uh, <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah. I usually scoff one as I got the door. I usually scoff one. Um, so I sort of worked it out, and you know, I, I never used a calorie measure or nothing. Um, I just sort of um, went by the, you know, my stomach's only so big, and why am I eating these massive meals? Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah, and then the afternoon smoko, I just oh, after, afternoon tea or coffee. I was just sticking with coffee and a piece of fruit. Um, yeah, and that's so that's I, I've lost. I've, I've, I'm actually walking around at the fight weight now that I used to cut to. Jesus. So what's the, what, are, what are you down from? I, I can't – I reckon – let me let me guess before we get into it. I reckon – tell me how tall you are. Are you like 6'2"? 6'4". 6'4", okay. Sorry about that. 6'4", <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, I reckon I reckon when I met you – and you can correct me, like we'll go with start weight and now weight where you are now. I reckon when we met, you were probably – about 115 kilos, and I reckon looking at you, maybe 120, and I reckon looking at you now, you might be, you might be like 100, maybe 95 or 100. No, nah, I'm actually. Um, I had a <clears throat> after I saw talk, spoke to you, and um, I think I in 2021 I got up to 130. Yeah, um, and now I'm sitting at. Um, Around one ten, I usually sit it now. I'm walking around at one ten. Um, I usually have a couple of weeks slack. I'll go up to about one twelve, one thirteen. The lowest I've got down to is one hundred five so far. Yeah, but, but I look really healthy. Um, I don't look, I don't look like Conor McGregor on uh, weigh-in day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're bloody so, about to on knocking on death's door. Yeah, yeah. But when much. was the last time you were under a hundred kilos? Oh, last time I was a hundred under a hundred kilos. That's a long time, man. Probably, um, yeah, twenty years ago. What What do you reckon? What like you keep? You know, obviously you've sh- shifted and you started to like implement good things. You're eating better, training, being mm-hmm. consistent, and stuff. Is there like a weight you're trying to get to, or or you're already yeah, around I, that? Um, it's just about my goal. Um, I'm actually gonna check out see if I can get. A, I've heard about this guy called the Flight Dietitian. Oh yeah, Geordie um, Sullivan. Yeah, he's been popping up a fair bit on my feeds, and I saw someone the other day, and they 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 swear by him. They say uh, he's really good. I'd like to try get to ninety, so another twenty kilos. Um Because yep. I've, I've still got a bit of like grab grab grabbing meat here. I like to call it. So I still yeah. a fair bit here, and um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to like be like. What's the word for it? Like completely ripped, like I'm trying to – I don't want to be look like I'm in a magazine or anything like that. My, I want to go down to 90, and then once I get down to there, or 92 or something, and then I want to come back up to between 95 and 100. Okay. And then I want to be able to sit there and then have like a two, three kilo weight drop for comps, and I want to go down a lot heavy. It's a lot yeah. more super heavy. Yeah. That's good. Um, good goal, mate. And I reckon um, – with Geordie Sullivan, if you're serious about um, having a chat with him, I mean, I've had I've had him on my podcast before, so I I could facilitate an introduction if you like. Also, oh, yeah. 
um, Jake O'Driscoll from Essence BJJ, who I'm sure you know in Perth. Yeah, he's yeah. um, mate. He's been working with Jordy for several years now. So I could also you could also connect with him. I don't know if you know Jake, or I can introduce you to him. Maybe that's an even warmer introduction to Jordy if you want to work with him. That's that can be easily sorted, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll definitely uh, go through. I'll go through you, mate. Send you. We can uh, do it that way. Yeah, easy. Oh, after the after we finish this, I'll fl- um, flick him a message on Instagram, or maybe we'll talk offline. And whenever you want to do it, I'll j- we'll just introduce introduce have a chat with him, man. I know he, he'll ch- he'll. I'm sure he's got costs and stuff, but you can at yeah. least have a conversation and see whether it's something you want to talk more about. Yeah, but no, that's definitely, that's definitely. good, mate. Like just all those things. Like myself, man. I'm. I weigh, I fluctuate between about 66, uh, sorry, 76, 77 kilos. And I think at my most, I I don't think I've ever tipped over um, 80 in my life. I think it's like maybe I've hit 79 is probably the biggest I've ever been. And when Mm -hmm. I was playing AFL a few years ago, I'd I'd run around on the field at about 70. Um, I I think now I'm like I'm 74. Five to seventy-seven, but I reckon with my frame now, probably like seventy-three is probably like what I should weigh. Oh, okay. Maybe oh, I, I don't know. No, I, I who think, who I think, knows? I'm not not I'm huge. Finding, um, the fi- I'm finding the now that I'm uh, a bit lighter, I'm finding just things are easier. <laughs> if you know, what yeah, I mean, man. like just sitting sitting at this lighter weight, but I've still got a fair bit of uh, movement there. So, um, yeah, even if I could just get to a hundred and then just do a wake up for the uh, for the comps, I'll be happy with that. So, but yeah. um, I'm, I'm on the right path at the moment, and um, the good thing about it is I don't have anyone sooking when I go out to din- eat dinner or choose a place to eat. the The biggest issue with uh, doing keto or um, those sort of uh, diets is or lifestyles or whatever you want to whatever cool word they call them these days. Um, mm. is going out and people going, oh, that's right, you're keto or, oh, you're paleo or it's like, fuck, just go there, go where the fuck you want and I'll make it work. But, you know. Yeah. Mm. So, so, now, you, so though, how do you find it now? Like are you, because um, you're in a bit of a rhythm with the whole thing, like just eating better and eating what this, it sounds like having like not a meal plan, but having consistent, you know, like the, hello fresh stuff and stuff i'm a little bit like the structure helps me stay consistent i need that Mm -hmm. like me and my missus we shop together every sunday we shop for the week's worth of food and we kind of like decide what we're going to eat and then we know like we might only cook three times a week but there's usually enough for like maybe at least one or two nights or even a lunch or something. And then we basically, so what we end up doing is cook two or three times during the week. And then that covers most of our week. And then the weekends we're kind of like, we just eat out and do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, um, we, uh, so <clears throat> we started cause the, the, the problem with HelloFresh is it's, uh, the, the flavor it's, it's all the same after you go for about three weeks. So we yeah. use, now use core foods, core power foods. You've seen those. No, not really. Is it just a similar type of brand? No, yeah, just a little bit. About packs, about oh, probably the size of an A5 sheet, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and you can get up to 500 calories per serve. Um, and there's another one called U Foods. And both between those two, um, even the missus has started eating them um, for, for the uh, lunches or for dinners. I have them for lunch and dinner. Um, it gives you a variety. Um, and yeah, on the weekends, it's fair game. So I eat pretty strict up to lunchtime on a Friday, um, Monday to Friday. And on the weekends, um, 
I am just with fair game. If I'm home, I'll just have one of those. But if I'm out and about, then I'm, I'm you know, if I'm there Vietnamese, I'm going to go have a big bowl of fur or pan <laughs> uh, uh, with extra meat. Or you know, if I'm if I'm near a really good like Milky Lane or something, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting some big ass bad burger, mate. Like. It's funny though these days because I try to eat one of those big burgers and I'm I'm very stubborn and I will finish it, but yeah. <laughs> if, if the missus will look at me and I'm 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 not feeling too good, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like that too, right? like that. <laughs> I'll overeat from time to time and I'll just then I'll walk around like I'm pregnant, just holding my stomach, man, just hating my life. But you just then, we all we all fucking do it, man. Yeah, and then we, then you wash it down with one of them dirty milkshakes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Those, I'm, I was just looking at the core food things and, I, and I'm familiar with um, you foods and there's like, you know, muscle, my muscle chef and all, there's all sorts of these different ones. They like, I look at them and I think, yeah, like maybe I reckon I could live with the idea that you eat the same kind of stuff, you know, like I'm okay with that, but it is, I feel like it's an expensive way to eat, but then the trade-off is at least your serving sizes are consistent. You know how many calories you're consuming and you can work around that. The way I do my food and my lifestyle, like with my missus, like I said, we cook our own food and I I say we eat relatively healthy, like pretty consistently. But the problem is, even though we prepare it ourselves and we make our own, put our own servings on a plate, I truly have no idea how many calories or whatever I'm bringing in. I'm just kind of eating, and it, because I'm not measuring it and I don't know, it's very hard to, yeah. um, you know, build your like I don't know your goals around that. Yeah, well, I just um, when I'm when we're cooking ourselves, it's just salad, meat, and like a handful of potatoes or beetroot. Um, but you know, I like I, I don't like much salad i like spinach yeah um all the other green shit mate can go fucking die for all i care mate i love spinach and i can just eat spinach with a bit of you know tomato and stuff like that but the missus she likes a bit of that muscolini crap and all that other crap um <laughs> you know so um, it's, it's quite difficult when i make salads it's very simple vinegars only a little bit of olive oil you know uh the missus she likes so I've got, I've got to make it, and then they crack the shits because it's only got spinach in it. But then they make it, and I crack the shits. So those those these muscle meals and that. But it's only when I'm uh, prepping for or getting ready for comps, we're on these um these packs because it's just easy, man. With the um, I got we got two girls. Um, they got you know they got guitar lessons. They've got they do karate now. Um, they were doing wrestling for a bit, but uh, my daughter got braces and. She, you know, which will you know spends a lot of money on those. So yeah, yeah. So, uh, and she's decided that she wanted to try a bit of karate. So her sister's doing it with her, and they're actually quite. They've already got their first tips, which is bloody amazing. Um, and you know, the orders have started high school, so we've got a pretty busy lifestyle. So grabbing meals out of the fridge or the freezer, zapping them for five minutes, and knowing what you're eating is quite is a decent meal. Um, they've got weird shit, man. Like they got bangers mash, they've got um chili con carnes, they got uh you know butter chickens. It's it's quite good, and we got the core foods and the you foods. Um, Just mix and- it up, mate. Yeah, just mix it up. We've got different meals every day. The girls, they pick which ones they want and they put them to the side so we don't have them. So they like the sweet and sour porks and shit like that. I don't like that crap. No, yeah. I come from you know, I come from a family who um had uh, three generations of restaurants. So we um 
you know, sweet and sour porks, what we uh, give to the, the the locals, mate. We uh, we eat we eat duck, <laughs> yeah. duck feet and uh, chicken feet and intestines and shit like that, you know. So you just give um, it to the guilos. <laughs> yeah, mate. Pretty much uh, the, the whiteies. <laughs> Oh, you know what the funny thing is? I fucking love sweet and sour pork. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at a uh, we're at a Chinese restaurant uh, the other week, and my um <laughs> with my family, and um we were uh it was just my grandfather's funeral. So after the funeral, you go for a meal. Um, and my uncle was laughing because the lady kept talking to me. Oh, you know how to eat this at the restaurant? And I was looking at it. Oh, do you have sweet and sour pork? Or honey chicken, and my uncle, because we come from a family, you know, restaurant. They they must have, I don't know how they might they must sort of recognise me or something. I've been going to that restaurant for years, and uh, she looking at me, and I said, "How about plum duck?" And then my uncle that was there, he's just laughing his ass off, and then said to the lady, "Don't you recognise that's you know my nephew?" And she's like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> it's probably because I've lost <laughs> lost all the weight as well. So I reckon maybe so, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, they <laughs> She, she was really embarrassed because she thought that I was actually a guaylo, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's classic. Mate, so so um, if I'm to change subjects a little bit, not, yeah. you know, no issues, but, you know, sounds like you got good structure, good routines and things, things are going well with all that kind of stuff, like with your nutrition and shit. But then on the mats, man, like last time we spoke, you were a purple belt and you had, yep. you wanted to like get more, I remember you wanted to get more serious about things because you did have goals of getting your brown belt. And now here yep. we are talking and you're, you're in those shoes. So I guess like what's, what's happened, what's changed like on the mats or mindset and stuff. And just, I don't know the journey from purple to brown. What, what was that like for you? Cause I know, I'm going through getting from blue to purple myself and I've had my own injury setbacks and stuff and it's kind of like slowed it on, you know, we all have our own yeah. timeline of what we want and when, we, when we'd like to have these things and all that shit. But then you blow your leg off and it kind of goes out the window or something happens yeah. and it changes and then you got to adapt. And so I'm interested in learning a little bit about what, you know, your, your journey's been like. Off the top of my head right now, I can tell you since the last time I spoke to you, I tore my meniscus. I dislocated my left ankle, dislocated my right ankle. I've dislocated my right elbow twice and dislocated my left elbow once. Fucking hell, what are you just not tapping to ankle locks? <laughs> yeah, pretty is much. Is that what so. this is? You're just getting every limbs ripped off because you're not tapping? Actually, um, did we – I was just trying to remember. Was it before Bali or after Bali I spoke to you that I competed in Bali? I think you might have competed in Bali already, maybe. Yeah, so um, after Bali, um, yeah, it was. So after Bali, um, when I got my purple belt, um, I kept uh, competing right up to COVID, right? Um, and I did did really well. Um, I think I got, I got two, two golds, silver and bronze and national at purple, and then I got the – three golds and silver at Pampax, and then I can't remember. I was, I was, I was doing really well. Anyway, um, I just – because I just kept competing, like, you know, you get the niggles. So I was like, oh, who gives a fuck? Just keep training, keep training, you know, they'll go away. And I remember my knee. My knee just kept just kept giving me shit. Um, anyway, I ended up finding out I had a tear in my meniscus. Um, I was trying to do the shin, you know, uh, during the lockdowns. Remember the uh, – 
the the challenges where you do headstands for 20 seconds or push-ups for 20 push-ups and then you pass it on to someone else over Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mine was do uh, – so you kneel and then jump onto your feet. And I got From to – From your knees to your feet. Yeah, and I remember I got to two or three and I, I, I felt really dizzy and I thought – and I was really sore and I thought, something's wrong with this anyway. Find it, I got so, I did an, so I did another 17. <laughs> yeah. Did no, you do no, more or did you just stop no, no, and I not, not I like, publish I, it? I, I stopped and I was like, I can't do that shit. Eh? Um, yeah, I did what? that and then <laughs> did my ankle and knee were both done on one comp. So I popped my knee out and then it popped back into place. Um, my coach was like, oh, strap it for the next fight. And I was like, nah. And then I, my ankle got popped in the next match. And then uh, just training the elbows. So, yeah, I had a uh, – I had uh, what's that called? It's either – Tennis elbow or golfer's elbow. I can't remember which one it was. And um, Ten- Tennis elbow, I reckon. Yeah, it was in here. And uh, that one uh, got dislocated twice. And then, um, I don't know, I've been lucky, man. They keep popping back in the place. I don't know if it's because I'm old or, you know, just, you know, everything's loose or whatever. Or just, you know, if, I don't know, if it, maybe I'm just a bit fitter. And then I dislocated. I remember, I, I don't know what I was doing, man, against his black belt. And, um and uh, he got me in his armbar. It was just a stupid move, man. I don't know if I was tired or whatever. And I just remember it popping and it clicked. And then for um, – I can't remember how I found out. I think I went to the Cairo and then he was like, that's dislocated, man. And I went, what? And he just popped it back into place. Yeah, elbow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, man. How are you getting around like that? Like I always do. Just get up and go, mate. When I, when I uh, did the ankle and knee in the comp, I was – I end up helping Adam clean up the roll up the mats and oh, yeah God. afterwards. How, was, like um, how, how bad was that ankle ankle dislocation? Because I've had one myself playing AFL. I'm, I'm just scrolling through my Instagram. I'll give you a little look. See how it. It's. I'm wondering if yours was bad like mine because there's. Oh yeah. The next day it was swollen like black. My ankle was black and my knee was black. Uh, purple. But how, but how bad was the actual dislocation? Um, I felt it. I felt the pop. And then I felt it move back into place. Yeah, I'll just give you a look at mine, bro. Oh, dude. Nah, it wasn't like that. Nah, not like that at all. Dude, mine's, um, fuck. I it's can feel nah, my, I can, I'm looking at my foot and I can feel it now that I'm looking at this. Mine was, yeah, AFL. I had someone, like, I jumped to mark the ball and I, and I, I marked it. And then the person who was trying to spoil landed maybe like a split second after me, but landed on my lower leg and just, yeah completely dislocated my whole ankle and the process ruptured all complete rupture of all three ligaments in my ankle. Yeah. Now mine was sort of moon. I was in a moon boot for six months, bro. Wow. Between. Mine was sort of like a shuffle. I felt it go out and then go back in. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's not too bad. The next day I was all black and my knee was all black and I still went to training. (laughs) I was so pissed off. Jiu-jitsu is fucking brutal, man. How we like you see, you see, you know, you see it on Instagram. People getting like their knees just completely ripped off. Yeah, and it's disgusting, man. I can't even. Because I've had my angle. Um, hmm? The match between Craig Jones and Vinny Magalhaes, whatever. And he he snap, he pops his knee, and you see it and like hear it. And uh, Vinny wanted to continue, and they're like, "No, nah, you you can't continue like that." It's like, "No, nah, no worries, let's go." And then they they went again, and then they then they stopped it. Yeah. Nah, that's. That's a hard no from me, mate. 
yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you've had um, so you've had like sounds like you've had a few injuries from getting to purple to brown, and what has that? Did that keep you off the mats like quite um, a bit, or did it just no, slow it you down? My, my mental health that um uh kept me off the mats for a while. Um, it's actually funny because it's done a one eighty on that, but I just. I, uh, me and the uh, wife had some issues going on. Uh, I had some heaps of shit going on at work. Um, so for about six months, I wasn't training. Um, I was coaching the beginners class um, once a week when I was in Perth, but I was just having a lot. Um, just uh, I got diagnosed with emotionally unstable personality disorder and possibly ADHD. But that's I've sort of been avoiding one. I, I don't want to be popping Dexies all day. Um, mm. So uh, I got diagnosed with that, which has helped me understand it. But during the time, I was just all I ever thought about was going back to training, and but I had to get myself right. You know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be in that sort of mental state and hurt someone at the gym or vice versa. You know what I mean? Um, so I, um, yeah, no, I got therapy and all that sort of stuff for that, and then um, it was actually going back to the gym that helped me. But I needed to be away from the gym for a while. If that mm. makes sense, it does. Um, man. Sure, does so it was the, about um, three, three, four, probably four months. I was away from the gym. I'd pop in once in a while, have a roll, and sometimes I'd go in there and just do technique and leave. I, you know what I mean? I sort of just come and go as as I. Um, then I got harassed by the coach and shit. As you do, where are you? Where are you know. Um, but anyway, yeah. I, I got my shit in order. I started a new job, uh, different people. Um, and that was during the time that I was losing all the weight as well. And I was just, you know, getting in. And I thought, what am I doing, Ming? You, you, you're looking the best you've looked in ages. And you're not even doing jiu-jitsu. Um, it was actually funny. To get myself back into the into the gym training, I actually start, I bought a bench at home and some kettlebells and some weights and just started working out at home um, from when I did my Cert 3. Um, I just remember doing the uh, uh, stick to the basics, uh, push, pull, hinge, squat. Uh, ex- uh, core explosive. Yeah. Um, so I was just doing that every day on my jujitsu mats um, with my weights and my bench. Um, then eventually I started getting back in back into the jujitsu. Um, then uh, I had this big thing. I was I think it was Capa Grossa. I was going to enter. I think it was, and that was in two thousand and one. Capo Grosser or whatever Grosser, it's uh, the new one that they've got in Perth now. It's run by AFBJJ. Um, and then I went I went to enter that. And then three days prior or four days prior, I got COVID. Oh, we're talking 2021. Yeah. Two th- oh, sorry. I said yeah. 2001, did I? Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Because um, yeah. uh, it wasn't last year. Well, it might have been 22. I can't remember. It might have been beginning of 2022. But at the time, I um, uh, leading up to that, man, I climbed Bluff Knoll um, down Albany Way. Uh, went and tra- I train heaps down at Mitsudomo nowadays as well. I go down there probably every three months, two or three months I go down there. Is it, uh, yeah. Who, who, who you, was it, you talking to me about Barbosa earlier? Is that? Oh, no, that's not Barbosa. Barbosa's in, um, in uh, Brazil. Um, no, nah, Chris, I, I, I always forget how this, Mazzuc- Chris Mazzuccelli, ma, 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 no, Christopher Mazzali, Mazzali, Mitsudomo, um, yeah. Pablo, Pablo, Joanna Lee, they've all come out of there. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you've been, you've been, been training there every few months and what, that was kind of helping you get back on the mats a little bit? Yeah. Um, Chris is a really, he's like a guru of BJJ. 
if that makes sense. I mean, like, yeah, it makes uh, sense. If he's, uh, he's, he's black like, belt, if he's, is he a black belt? He's probably yeah, a guru. He comes from, he comes from, I think, I think he said karate background, wrestling background. Um, then he, he he got his black belt. I think he got it. From, I'm pretty sure submission factory. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Sorry. Um, and he, um, I go. I went down there a couple of years uh, during COVID or just before COVID, and um, it was one of the best experience. You know, when you go to a different gym and you uh, just his um, his persona, his attitude towards it, and he knew that we all came from Kickass. We took about five, six of us down there for a weekend. Um, and he, he's like, what do you guys want to learn? What are you, what are you, what are you here for? And I was like, Hey, look, we've heard you're really good with your foot locks and your ankle locks and heel hooks. And, um, you know, probably just some basics. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, before you leave here, I'm going to make sure you know how to pull off a heel hook. So we spent the weekend learning heel hooks. Um, yeah. yeah. And he, he was a very, he's a, it's hard to explain. Like if you've seen the movie, I'll probably get shit for this. Warrior, the MMA movie. <laughs> Your smile oh, says it. Uh, anyway, there's a Frank Grillo, I think his name is, the coach in it. Um, and he has the music playing in the background and he's like real, like, uh, like a guru sort of thing of MMA. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. uh, that's, what, that's what Chris is like. Um, uh, just, yeah. So I go down there every two or three months and. Uh, while I'm down there, I, you know, I'll climb Castle Rock, I'll climb Bath Knoll. Um, I'm actually heading down there, not next week, the week after. Um, I'm not sure which one I'm going to climb next time, but I usually do that and train as well. Yeah. Um, this like time, just an early start, right? You want to catch, you want to get up to it and see the sunrise, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this time I'm actually, I'm actually coaching while I'm down there, not at, not at, um, not at Mitsudomo, uh, uh, a charity-based MMA club. Okay, um, that sounds interesting. Yeah, they're called Striker MMA, completely charity-based. Um, the fighters don't pay any money. Um, you know, they've got rules which they've got to stand by, and one of them is like, you know, um, they just had a – a uh, it was on ABC News, I think it was ABC, on ABC News. They just did an interview about it. They've got two clubs, one in Northern, one in Albany. Um, the guy, the head coach is a, SA, a former SAS soldier and boxer. Um. Yeah, and it's just um, he had a bad uh, incident with his his son. Um, this fortune, his son passed away, and from that he um, built these two clubs. Um, and you know he's held a fight as well. So I'm just going down there. His guys are mainly striking based, and um, just teach them the basics of jujitsu and um, wrestling and stuff. But also train with Chris while I'm down there. So, yeah, yeah, nice. So is that is that like how many classes are you going to be teaching? Like spending a whole weekend down there um, or something? So for, I'm just going to do a two-hour seminar with them or uh, session. And I'm just basically, the you know, the way I'm, I'm looking at it is probably going to do uh, 30 minutes of uh, warm-up and just body rolling, you know, the typical jiu-jitsu warm-up. Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably go through um, some guard passing and, and sweeps, probably – Probably do half an hour of guard passing and half an hour of sweeps. Um, you know, just simple sweeps. Um, uh, and then uh, probably 30 minutes rolling. So, And these people have no jiu-jitsu knowledge at all? Uh, it's going to be so you, fun, man. You're going to get them to fight each other? Yeah, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> I'll probably, do, I'll probably, I'll probably I'll, honestly, I'll probably just do for the, for the rolling, it'll be like uh, um, 
probably like tech, technical, uh, like uh, technical sparring, positional sparring. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Something, something my coach does very well that I think could be really helpful for beginners is if you know i'm not to change what you're doing at all but if you think about some of the sweeps you're going to teach or the, some of the guard passing if there are any particular mechanics that the person can do in the warm-up that's going to be like a similar mechanic to what they're actually going to need to do the technique mm. and a lot of the times for us it, it might be more like close guard stuff like if you're on your back so you know bridging you know just basic bridges if you yeah. teach someone how to do a bridge in a warm-up it's going to be a lot easier to teach them how to do like a, a bridge and roll in training right or in yeah. when you do the technique so like that yeah. kind of an idea Mm, pretty Especially much if they don't know if they don't know anything, that might be a good way to warm them up is to teach them basic mechanics. Yeah, pretty much that's like shrimping and just you know warm ups around yeah. shrimping and stuff like that. So just doing basic mechanics with jiu-jitsu. but it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then once I've uh, done that and they're happy because it'll be my first session with them, um, we're looking at you know making a plan, maybe once a month in Northern because it's close closer. Um, and then maybe every three months, three, four months down at Albany because it's a bit of a drive, you know, 800 Ks around trip. So, yeah, but at the same time, Mate, you get that's, to go. that's beautiful. And you just want to like the idea, I think, is just to open these kids, like open these kids' minds, you know, like give them that little spark of a seed, give them a little seed, and then you go and water yeah. it every, every few months. And in the meantime, you yeah. let them kind of, you know, play with that themselves, and they'll hopefully. You know, you get ten guys out, ten guys or girls out that way who end up falling in love with jujitsu and and trying to seek it out more. Mm. Well, that's that's what I'm hoping for. So, you know, just, mate, that's uh, awesome. Just, that's awesome that you're prepared you, to do that kind of stuff and and give up your time like that to volunteer. Not many people, mm. not many people are like that, man. Oh, like I said, man, I I messed up in the past, and this is my redemption. You know, this is my way of giving back to. The, you know, it's not it's not going to fix my fuck ups, but it's going to make me feel a bit better about myself. Um, you know, just sort of take that weight off the shoulder. And look, if out of the ten of those kids, one of them one of them goes on and be successful in either life or jujitsu or whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, mm. I've done my job, man. If two, mate, I've done an amazing job. Three, I'm a miracle worker. Four, amazing, you know what I mean? So. But uh, if I can help, if I can just help one kid turn his life around, I'm happy, man. Like you know, what I mean, yeah. and that, that, that's what you want in life, you know. That's good, mate. And I think you do, you probably don't have to look too far beyond the circle that you're already in, let alone worrying about you know giving up time elsewhere. Like you're a brown belt at kick ass. You're probably are you coaching it all there? But I'm sure even if you're not, you're no. probably having good influence on some of the beginners that you're helping out as well. Yeah, no, nah, uh, I'm not coaching there. I do coach at another club, Innovative Martial Arts. I have been, or they've just been getting me to cover them for a couple of a uh, couple of weeks. Um, just one no gear class every every time I'm home from work. Yeah, um, that's been that's been really good because um, mainly white and blue belts. I think they've got a couple of purple belts here as well now. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty casual with my classes because it's no gear, um, and that that's been good too, man. Like, there's a couple of guys there that are my size. Um, so it's not about beating them up. It's about getting those positions and making my technique, my technique work better. Yeah. So, yeah. And if so, they're, um, if yeah. they're blue belts, they've got like just enough 
skill to give you decent reactions to make you refine, but not, yeah. you know, if they're not, they're probably not melting you either, you know. Mm. But um, but yeah. So anyway, I was like I was saying. So I got a, I went to Chris's and yeah, I got COVID. So I, and it took me about three months to get back to full um training specs. I think it was. Um, and then because of FIFO, it's just really hard to get comps. So I was going to go into nationals, um, right. straight into nationals. And then SGT, one of the uh, SGT popped up, and that's where I popped my ankle and my knee. <laughs> now and you sit there telling me you popped your ankle and knee, aren't you? Got uh, you've got SGT Perth on Sunday, right? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back, in, back in the mix. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think I've got to go down. Um, from from looking at the brackets or registrations this week, I think I might be uh, popping down back down to Master One or even adults. Yeah. So I've, I've put my age bracket in uh, forty four, but as per usual. Um, if I got to go down, I got to go down. What's the um? It must be hard for you, at, like at your at your weight and size, to have like at my weight. If I join a, a like a, a comp, there's probably going to be a lot more people in my division. Like you probably, what do you have? Like one or two people? Um, I've had I've had up to six SGT. Right. Okay. Uh, Even but if yeah, you see, purple belt, yeah. As you, and as you get further up the belts, like there's going to be less that was belts blue, and, blue and purple belt, yeah, yeah. But look, 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 mate. I uh, um, one thing about me is that uh, if someone sees me at 44, give it to you know uh, someone in their mid 20s. Give them a hard time or get the win or you know what I mean or even lose, but I, I lose with dignity. You could say. Yeah. Um, I've done my job, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, man, like, it's, 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 you know, I've, 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 I've helped someone realize that they can, at their age, can jump in the, go down the gym and, you know, train. Like, not everyone's up for competition. Mm. Like, I've been, I've been, my head's been banging for about two days already before this when I realized, shit, SGT's this weekend. I got off the plane last night and um, went straight down. I was begging the guys to give me a hard time. Went straight down to the gym after I landed. So I got off the plane from work after working a 12-hour day, straight off the plane, straight to kick ass, straight into the gi. <laughs> then straight into a halal snack pack. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, last yeah. night we had we had fur last night. I'm just, just having I'm, a, I'm having a laugh, mate. I'm having a laugh. So you're yeah, it's SGT, it's it's gi this weekend, right? What are you? No, um, both, both. Oh, it's both. I thought it was a, I thought it was gi only. No, okay. Uh, it's gi and no gi. Are you are you are you going to do both divisions or just the one? Fuck yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do both, mate. I don't I don't just I don't pick and choose. I just do sign sign up if and do both. If there's absolute division, I'm doing absolute division. If there's if there's just if there's gi, I'm doing gi. If there's both, I'm doing both, mate. I'm I'm not gonna like I I I, I like I love the gi. Um, I prefer the gi, but uh, I, don't, I don't mind no gi, and I'm not going to just – I'm not going to – there's an opportunity for me to compete at both styles. I might as well just do it, man. Like, Yeah. I don't know when the next comp's going to be, so I think I think the next one for me is uh, ADCC in May. Okay. Is that is this is this part of like, yeah, prep – is ADC, ADCC, is that the main one for you this year or or just, um, just competing no, in actually. general? Competing as much as I can, um, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to. Uh, actually, I've got some good news since the last time I spoke to you. I've got all my all my uh, all my uh, criminal records suspended, spent okay. spent convictions. Um, so I'm in the process now of trying to get a visa for okay. the US. 
Um, yeah, um, if I can get the visa approved, it gives me two years um, travel in and out of US. Um, and I want to be, I'd like to go for the worlds. Over there, fuck man, that's huge! And congratulations, by the way. And I, rem- I remember last time. I-, I think we, correct me if I'm wrong. You might have even said, I don't know if it was on the podcast or just chatting, that you, um, like you, you couldn't go to the states. I don't know how we come on that. Were you talking about that? You, you're banned from the US. You can't get there because your criminal yeah. record. Yeah, because I've got drug charges and violence charges. Violence okay, and what it, what does it mean um, if it's been suspended or something? Is that just that it's like like a certain amount of time has lapsed since? Uh, it's about, I think it cost me about 11 grand, um, but I have to get letters, uh, have basically removed from my record. So you've got to be 10 years plus your sentence. So uh, for my case, I did two years jail time. Um, so it was 10 years plus the two years, so 12 years after the Senate, last time I was in trouble. Um, yeah, pay a lawyer. Um, then I got to sit down in front of a court and uh, plead my case, send out uh, for my petty session um, crimes. I've got to send to the police commissioner and uh, get a letter of approval for him to have my conviction spent and my, my uh, higher ones had to go to the district court to get uh, then and I got it all done. I was actually in tears. So, when you, yeah, just what that, just that relief, man. Hey, like not yeah. feeling like a, a prisoner anymore. Mm. Is that, is that so, what the, what was the feeling, or is uh, that it? Just, just, you know, I, I've uh, just the, the feeling of just achieving something after all these years. You know, like it's just the next step in my life of being a different me. Yeah, mate, mm. and it's like you, you're, you're, um. Yeah, it seems like you're making good steps, man, and like it's good that so many years past you like get to sort of scrub this stuff clean and and maybe and maybe with having that suspended and then you've been able to go overseas and stuff, maybe that weight you've been keeping on your shoulders, you can maybe take a step back and realize or recognize that you don't have to carry as much weight as what you have yeah. been, and that you know there's no point holding on to that anymore. You're not that person. Yeah. Oh, for me. Um, getting to the US um, obviously I want to take my kids to Disneyland where they actually understand the characters I've taken them to <laughs> Hong Kong and Japan um, but you know it's all in Japanese and Chinese and they don't understand that but uh, I'd like to right. take them to Disneyland for one um, second of all who wouldn't want to go to Vegas? Uh, third of all, I'd, I'd <laughs> go, like, go to I'd Vegas like... and get another couple of charges. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Eh? Load, um, load up. No, no, we'll come back in twenty years. We'll be <laughs> okay, right. okay. No, <laughs> nah, I'd like to honestly. I'd like to go to Vegas and bring my coaches back a world medal. Um, yeah. You know, I think since you, I think uh, since, since our last chat, I think that we've got Scotty Carpenter tra- coaching now, full time at the Kickass MMA. Uh, so he's been really helping me with my uh, no gi game, as well as Steve. Steve's good at beating me up. Um, yeah, you know. What's, what's, what's Scotty Carpenter like, man? Because I've, I know, obviously, I'm I'm from WA, so I definitely know who he is. I've never met him, and um, you know, I'd say he's probably one of the best we have in WA, right? Uh yeah. Well, he won he won the worlds at Blue. Um, don't think he's done much competition since then. He's just really, um, he's really, uh, good at breaking down techniques, right? The small stuff, the grips, the, um, the hips, um, you know, it's like, like he'll spend, 
like he won't worry about the warm up so much. He's more about going straight into the technique, um, technical sparring. Um, but he breaks it down while you're doing the technique. Um, yeah, he's and, he, and, he, and he's good at picking what people do wrong. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and he himself, he's actually he's really like fitness wise, he's strong, he's quite flexible, and dude, he's always ten steps ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, he's a big boy too, hey. Yeah, he's only I think he's like six two, I think. Six two, fuck. Yeah, I'm five eight, mate. He's massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been good for me having someone that size just beating me up all the time. It's 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 good for me. I like I like learning under pressure. Um Yeah. So, so what's the um, um what's what what are you what are your goals, mate? Like I know you you got this, you want to go to the States, you want to win a medal and well, for your coaches and stuff, go to worlds and things. But outside of just competition, I mean, maybe if that is your goal, but just in just 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 jujitsu in general, man. Like, what do you like? What do you want to achieve out of all of it when it's said and done? Um, I just want to show people that it's not too late to start, um, and you can keep going. Um, uh, you know, the way I've been the last couple of years, it's pretty much. The way I feel now, I think it's. I'd, I'd like to say that, and I do say it. Actually, I do say it a lot. Um, is I'll only stop doing jujitsu when the doctors tell me, and it can't just be one doctor telling me. It has to be several, and they've got to be specialists. Yeah. Do you have? <laughs> how do you feel like that's any time soon? Oh, every day. <laughs> God, yeah. No, um, I- yeah, I feel I feel um, you know I can feel the body wearing down. Um, I've been lucky that I've been. I think my stubborn mindset's what got through, got gets me through a lot of um, injuries. Um, yeah. You know, like if my um, you know if my back sore, I play guard. If um, like my knee and ankle, I'll just I'll go I'll do I'll just do technique. You know what I mean? Um, you know, if if my if it's my elbows, I strap. Um, you know, I've been, I've sort of learned to adapt and overcome, you could say. And I listened to a shitload of David Goggins, so that's probably not helping me. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe it is helping you, but it's also, you know, <laughs> breaking my body. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, are you? Uh, I mean, I know you, when you're away, you're not training. You're probably not training much. But when you're when you're on deck at home and that, how much are you training per week? Um. So when I'm not competing, I train. I still train every day. I just train once, maybe twice, depending on how I feel. Um, I probably stick more to the day classes than the evening classes. They're just smaller, and I just find that I'm absorbing more information. Um, but I always turn up to gi. Yeah. So if I do a winning session and gi's on that night, I'll still I'll turn up. Um, never skip gi day. Pretty much my motto. <laughs> yeah. you, you prefer um, the gi? Do you prefer the gi? Yeah, I've, always, I've yeah, I've preferred the gi for a very long time. I'm um, I'm, I'm gi too, man. I'm I don't, I don't do much no gi. I'm a bit a bit um. Uh, I do I do eighty percent gi no gi now. Yeah, eighty percent no gi. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think I'm like I'm probably like eighty eighty five percent gi. Yeah, because it saves these things here, my digits. Oh <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. See, I'm not. I'm not. Um. Like, if you want your grip back, I'm not going to rip my finger off. You can have it. <laughs> I just let it go. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's my problem. I don't let go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that's what we're working on today. Yeah. You <laughs> see the, the, the Meow Brothers, you see their fingers are just mangled. Well, their whole bodies, to be honest, but their fingers yeah. look like, I don't know what they look like, but they look terrible. Mm, I know, they look so, like bloody, yeah, like bloody, I don't know how to explain it. They're just twigs, aren't they? Yeah, man. I'm. I'm so for me, I've been, like, I, with my injuries and shit, because I did had an ACL reconstruction. It's been about a. It's been almost a year now. So I'm. I'm pretty much at that one year mark. So I'm starting to get to the point where I can do a little bit. I'm doing more now and that. But I've had like a neck injury. I had like a disc replacement. Oh. Yeah, my neck was fucked since like 2019, and then I think I had the disc replacement in April 2021. So it's been almost two years now, but my neck is still a huge issue for me. And I just deal with a lot of just chronic pain, man. Like I go to phys- the physio every month. I get, um, I was going weekly for a very long time, Hell, but now it's, con- yeah, bro. I was spending, I, dude, you don't have, you don't want to know how much money I've spent on physio and, and um, mm-hmm. acupuncture and stuff. But yeah, I've been pretty medic- meticulous, like trying to look after it. But the thing with jujitsu is as soon as I do, like two, three days a week for a couple of weeks, like my neck will start getting sore and it's like, really? Yeah. I have like, and I think there's still a bulging disc there and it just causes me so much fucking grief, man. Yeah. I've got a, um, I've got, it's uh, been, it's affected me a lot, man. Like it's, it's all right now, but in the past I've had chronic pain. It's like me- affected me mentally, physically. Like I've had the whole left hand side of my body, like started to shrink because I wasn't getting proper. I don't know oh, if it's really? like, like that my nerve was so impinged yeah. that my muscles weren't firing properly and my fucking arm like shrank. Yeah. Now, just, cr- just good. chronic issues, man. It's been, it's been the most frustrating thing I've had to deal with in my life. It was more of an issue than my fucking knee after I had my leg blown off basically. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I've, um, I've got a uh, degenerative neck disorder. Um, so basically I've got no meat, no cartilage between my bones and my neck. Oh, uh, is this all jujitsu? No, no, it's a hereditary uh, disease. Um, I've also got uh, one or two blown discs in my L23s. Um, but you know what the funny thing is? when it, They hurt more when I'm not training. Really? Because you're not moving so, them? Oh, well, no, I, um, I've got a physio and he, he gives me exercises to – depends on how they – sometimes how they, my neck moves or my back moves. Like I'll get tingling sensations through my hand. Um, I lose strength in one hand or whatever. And he um, – gave me a heap of exercises to build my neck back up um, and other things to protect my neck. So basically, my neck is now not relying on the cartilage between my – it's just my muscles and my neck are um, protecting it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And My my muscles in my neck, my neck's skinny as fuck now, man. I I bought an iron neck about a month ago, so I'm hoping that that is going to be really helpful. Oh, God. You're a rich man to buy that. Aren't they like a thousand bucks or something? No, nah, it was like five, five or five hundred and something. Well, I got the uh, ex- leg compression. They're expensive, man. But like my, you know, like I'm, my neck's been a huge issue. And <clears throat> dude, I just the only thing I really deeply care about in my life is jujitsu, and I'm I'm prepared to do whatever it takes to, you know, stay on the mats, basically. That's exactly the way I feel these days. Um, yeah. You know, when I'm at work, I'm training in the gym every day. I do – if there's something I do at the gym and it makes me feel like it's impeding my jiu-jitsu, I won't do it again. Um, yeah. Focus, just focus on compound exercises now, which is basically what you use in jiu-jitsu. I don't do any isolation. I don't do 
I don't do bicep curls, bro. <laughs> yeah. I do, uh, I do push-ups, I do chin-ups, I do uh, rows, I do um, bench press, I do squats, I do hinges. Um, you know, uh, I'm understanding my body a lot better and I think that's why I've been so lucky with the injuries, um, like with things popping out and going back in place and dislocating and stuff and why they keep popping back in. And that's what my physio reckons. He, he, he's, uh, he's an ex-wrestler himself, so... Um, yeah, they say the the more you look after your body and keep it strong, like the better you know the the, yeah. the lower the risk of injuries or the 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 faster the recovery time as well if injuries occur. So that's I've also just started with a mobility coach as well. So yeah, mate, yeah. I've got my Mac my Max down on eight percent here. I think yeah. um, I'm I'm worried it's going to shut out, mate. So I might. I might wrap up here if that's all right. We've been on yeah, for yeah, almost fine. almost an hour or close to. Yep. Is that all right with you, mate? If we call yeah, it, otherwise I'll have to go and plug it in. My my missus is still out in at her desk working still. So no, no, that's fine. That's fine. All right, mate. I'll look. I'll I'll let you go. Um, enjoy your weekend. Best of luck on um Sunday at STT. Let we'll keep in touch. I'll yep. I'll give you an intro to Geordie as well. And mm-hmm. mate, let's um let's not wait so long. Let's do another one in like four, five, six months or something like that. And yeah, man. That'd be um, good have another chat and catch up and keep keep you on regularly because I always enjoy chatting to you. So it's just, yeah, good to catch up, honestly. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's actually been really good. So. <laughs> no worries, mate. Thanks for jumping on. I'm also happy if you want to, if there's anyone at um, uh, Kick-Ass that you want to recommend that I have on, I'm happy to, because I'm at this point now, I need to keep chatting to new people as well. So I'd, I'd, just, I'd hit up just Steve keep, or Scotty. Yeah, one of those two, you reckon? Yeah. Send him, send him a message for me, or, or speak to him. Let me, let him know, and I'll, I'm, I'm happy to have either of those boys on. That'd be awesome. Steve, Steve's, um, fuck, ex UFC fighter, gym owner, Scott's, you know. So, um, yeah. mate, they're both well, they're both welcome. Let's say that. Yeah, no worries. I'll have a chat to them, see if they're interested. All right, mate. Good to speak to you. I'll catch up with you soon. Hey, eh? have a good weekend and no, speak sorry. soon. All see right, you, mate. Have a good one. Thank you very much. You Next Bye. time. Yeah, mate. Bye.